It's showtime. Is old Kenny here with you for a brand new episode of the Kenny Ho Show. I decided, what the hell, let's start a second episode. Probably won't finish a second episode. I do want to be productive. And again, I don't know how productive the Kenny Ho Show is. Uh, I don't know that the, the numbers certainly aren't getting better. I can't say I'm necessarily surprised, but... I did put a lot of work into rebranding the Kenny Ho Show. Brian came on, did uh, new music for me. I had to learn Photoshop, do a photo shoot, and then combine those things and create a new logo, combine all those things into a brand new package of the Kenny Ho Show, the newly rebranded, newly relaunched Kenny Ho Show. And guess what? The numbers are exactly the same. I figured, hey, maybe, you know, if I'm, uh, you know, uh, an Asian podcaster, a very obvious and evident Asian podcaster, oh, maybe, you know, some Asian people would uh, tune in. But much like my home and native land, the homeland, or at least the brethren from the homeland have also shunned me. I do have lots of plans uh, that I want to execute, whether or not it's productive at all, but it certainly be, you know, fulfilling artistic interests I have had in the past. But man, these mental oopsies, man, it's always something and it's always something new. Well, not, it's, all, it's not always something new. Sometimes it'll be this one thing and then, then I'll deal with that for a few days and then this other thing pops up, so I forget about the other thing, kind of. And then I, I'm dealing with this new thing, and then something else comes up, and I'm like, all right, once I'm done dealing with that, I've overcome it all, and then it comes all the way back to the first thing, and it mixes in the second thing, and then back to the first thing, and the third thing. And oh, I know, that sounded pretty annoying, right? Imagine living that life. So I don't know, I gotta push myself harder, I guess. You know, expect and demand a little bit more of myself because I really do want to be productive. I don't want to waste this. Uh, there's a good chance I'll be off for a few more months or so like an entire year that I've been off. I want to do something, but my mind has other plans for me. So we'll see. We'll see. And I don't know, maybe we'll see who the new president is. Because I'm assuming Trump's a poor loser, a sore loser. And even if he does lose, which looks like he will at this point, he's going to drag this shit out through the courts. They both have like thousands of lawyers. I'm like, how many snakes are on this thing? How many mother effing snakes are on this plane? And why do you need thousands of lawyers? Are they the ones doing the recounting? I feel like you only need like a handful of guys if you're looking for loopholes and like, or at least upholding litigation or whatever the legal jargon is. I haven't watched Burden of Truth season four yet or season three, whichever one I was on. So I'm a little rusty with my legal eagle terms. 
Y'all ever heard of too many chefs in a kitchen? I feel like this is one of those situations. You know these guys aren't humble. You know it's a bunch of thin-skinned, rich, privileged, white pieces of shit who are definitely there for the paycheck, but hopefully the spotlight as well. So you might have too many conflicting ideas. People try to upstage one another. But I don't know. I guess they know better than me. At least Biden seems to know better than me. Trump, that one might be up in the air. But it's pretty clear at this point, right? This guy faked catching COVID, right? That positive test was bullshit, right? Now, I don't want to sound like one of his many supporters and call everything a hoax. COVID's a hoax. Hurricane Katrina's a hoax. The Sandy Shore shootings were a hoax. I don't want to be one of these people. But I feel like his COVID thing was a hoax. I think he did it to garner sympathy, to create some positive PR. Look how strong I am. I've done the right thing all along. This ain't nothing but a chicken wang. I'm the leader of the future. Look how old and senile and frail Joe Biden is. I'm so strong. I'm in such great shape. I'm a bodybuilder. So listen, you fat shit. The only reason women sleep with you is because you're rich and powerful and they got some mighty daddy issues. Don't ever convince that with your handsome and dashing and charming and stuff because you're not, you overgrown oompa loompa son of a bitch. But there's no freaking way he legit caught COVID and isn't in a hospital again. Not at his age. Not that with the schedule he's on, the travel that he's on. That shit definitely, if it was legit, it'd sap him. He wouldn't be able to do this. He'd definitely be bedridden if not hospital ridden again. I mean, I guess the argument is, hey, well, he was on like some special treatment. He was on like some experimental drugs. And I guess those experiments were proven fruitful. It worked. But I doubt it. Anyone else, I'd be like, yeah, I guess so. But this guy, he's a scummy piece of crap. I'm pretty sure he faked it. And he's still lost. Oh, you got no morals or ethics. And you're still lost. Which is, I guess, the current day description of how I live my life. When I was young, I had lots of ethics and morals and stuff. And that's why I lost then. But now, despite not having any of these things anymore... I still lose every single day. But earlier I was looking at the the United States map all broken down into states and it showed which ones Trump has won and which one Biden has won, which I guess thankfully this time it's about the the state votes like the like each state is worth, you know, this much or whatever and you need to win states and not the popular vote. Because, dude, according to this map, Trump's won, like, way the hell more states. He's just not won the important ones, I guess. Which, usually, I'm like, hey, this is horse shit. This guy wins this many states, he should win. I'm glad this time it's not the case. I'm glad they haven't gone to the popular vote. They should at some point, because this is stupid. Like, I know the system was created at some point, I'm sure, to deal with some sort of disparity, some sort of uh, weakness in the system, but at this point, it's just ludicrous. Can you not go with the most straightforward and universally accepted way to do voting? And that is whoever gets more votes wins. Not because you're a Texas redneck 
your vote doesn't matter as much as one of these city slickers from New York State. Because let's face it, one of the rare non-races Texas rancher who's living a meek and respectful, peaceful life is worth more than some blathering, crazy hobo peeing in a New York subway. But his vote should just matter the same, I guess. I think I just talked myself out of believing that. Never mind the last two minutes, I guess. Like how I never mind like the past 14 years of my life. But yeah, back to that shirt. So I don't believe I'm ever going to the States. Maybe I'll go to New York. Maybe I'll go to L.A. I used to want to go to L.A. to interview Tiffany Alvord, maybe Michelle Branch. But I've met both of them, and both of them have shunned me. So I don't believe that's happening. But I sure as hell am not going down the middle. Every single state down the middle is a Trump-supporting state, is a cousin-loving, grab-her-by-the-you-know-where, I'm wearing no damn mask, you're robbing me of my second or third or however many damn amendments there were rats. Now don't get me wrong, racism is alive and well even up here in Canada. To the point where I was like, I refuse to go to a small town to work in radio because bad shit's gonna happen to me. On the low end, I get treated poorly. On the high end, somebody's gonna kill me, put cement in my shoes, and throw me in Lake Ontario, and those hick county police ain't even gonna bother looking into it. They're like, oh yeah, that guy, yeah. He was a aboriginal sex worker. We're not looking into him. Like, dude. And like ghost me comes back. I'm like, dude, what the hell? I'm not a dirty native. I mean, aboriginal. I haven't been drunk in years, let alone every single day. And if you've ever listened to my show, it's clear I condemn all sex workers except for strippers. Well, some of the strippers, the ones who give bad service, I condemn them really hard. Ooh. Yeah, no doubt. They would use their aboriginal sex worker claws to get out of looking for me. But shit, I gotta assume the high end is the low end if I were to ever go down the middle of the United States of America. Lynch, lynch, stone, stone. Lynch, lynch, stone. Skin me like a cat. Lynch, stone, skin me like a cat. Ah, yes, I've made it to the Mexican border. Cartel will do unspeakable things to you. Now I think I'll just stay in Canada in the big city. Where worst case scenario, some white guy punches me in the face for no reason. And hopefully at that point, I'll be able to tap into the celestial powers of my ancestor and summon a fury, a fist of fury to make him rue the day and end his streak of racist tyranny. Oh, and did I mention I left that uh, sad group, the subtle Asian dating GTA? I had to do it. Unfollowing wasn't enough. For whatever reason, Facebook, first of all, keeps giving me notifications, even though I've unfollowed them. I'm like, can you not take a hint? I've unfollowed, so I have zero interest in what any of them have to say. So please do not notify me. It's like if you accidentally knock up a girl and you're gone with the wind. 
Do I want to see little Timmy's report cards? No. Do I want to know that this come-see-come-sa practice girl with a pretty nice bod, a nice rack at least, now has to sink so low as to become a stripper in order to raise little Timmy? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm not against it. If her body's nice enough, I probably wouldn't mind a dance from her. I'd have to show up incognito, of course. It'd be the opposite move for most people, I suppose. Most people would have to leave a mustache to be unrecognizable. Uh, that has to only work in movies, right? Let's say, not so much me, because I go with or without facial hair on a regular basis. I, I change it up now. But let's say my brother, who's usually clean-shaven, if he showed up one day with a mustache, it's not like, Whoa! Who are you, stranger? How do you have a key to my house? If I weren't soft, I would fight you. But because I am... Just take the TV. It's probably the most uh, expensive thing here. Now that I swear to God you touched my PlayStation 4, I will fight you, and to the death. My death, but it's on your hands. No, it would be like, oh, my brother grew a mustache. If I showed up to that Boom Boom Club and got a low-level dance from uh, some some whore I knocked up, she would be like, it's Kenny, but with a mustache. Oh, boy. Well, this birdie's gonna fly. Now, I guess my move would be shave it all off, shave off the hair, put on a pair of glasses, even though I know it's in poor taste in 2020, but I'd also have to go blackface. Hey, look. It's Kareem Abdul-Jab, not Kenny. Why was I saying all this? Oh yeah, sad. Oh, I had to leave them. Because the notifications is one thing. And I actually clicked on it just because it was annoying me. I guess I have like an OCD personality or whatever. Along with a long, long, long list of mental health issues. But I clicked on it just to get rid of it. But it turns out it wasn't just... Oh, this fat brown guy is posing as an Asian guy. He wants to date the yellow mellows. No, this was, uh, hey, somebody tagged you. I'm like, who the hell tagged me? So I clicked on the thing, and it was one of the admin. He's like, oh, please welcome all our new members. This week, we got 69 of them. (laughs) That was it. That was the line. I'm like, first of all, my guy... Um, don't get me wrong, I like a 69 reference as much as the next guy, if not more, but not under this very, very specific context. Now when you're exposing me as a subtle Asian loser to all your other losers on here. What is this, some sort of hazing? This is public shaming? That I've stooped this low? To see if there's actually decent-looking Asian girls in this city that I may be able to date. Granted, I'm mostly here to make fun of y'all. You will not lap me in with these other 68 freaks of nature. 50 of which are brown guys who aren't actually Asian. They're not real deal Asians. 15 of which are fat Filipino guys. And 3 of which... Are you guessed it, large and in-charge women, quote-unquote technically women? Your memes aren't even funny. 
Suck my ass, sad. I'm Audi. So after post-production, I realized this episode's really short. Just uh, capping in at over 15 minutes. I like to make the show at least 20 minutes long. I know with my favorite podcasts, the longer the better. But those have multiple people on it. And, uh, you know, they have a conversation and usually far less sexist and racist comment. It's more palatable is what I'm trying to get at. But I feel like 20 minutes of casual sexism and racism is a sweet spot. So I guess on that note, I was just watching, uh, it's called The Jump on uh, ESPN. YouTube anyway, I don't have ESPN. I don't know if you can in Canada. I'm sure you can if you're white and rich enough. But homely, impoverished people like me, they just watch the highlights on YouTube there. But it's fine. I'd rather deal with, I don't know, like the 30 seconds of ads at the beginning of that. You know, at the beginning of uh, the video and not like the three or four minutes I'd have to sit through if I were watching it on live TV. So this works out. And I really do like it. I think it's a great basketball program. And the the analysts they bring on, I back like 99% of them. I really like the host too, Rachel Nichols. I love Kendrick Perkins. Perk, that dude's my spirit animal. That came out way more racist than I intended it to be. I intended it to be a nice thing. But now I just made it seem like black people are animals. Now we all know... Only some of them are animals. Men! Men are animals! No, you large and in charge wildebeest, you're an animal. Now, before I get into a tangent about how some human beings are animals, I don't give a shit what color they come in, what shape and size they come in, there are definitely some human beings that qualify as animals. In fact, it's actually disrespectful to animals to even consider them animals. But I'm only trying to get one more segment in. I'm not trying to do an entire episode that would definitely put me on some sort of blacklist. Probably a black people blacklist. So I'm just going to move right on and finish my point. And uh, that is, they have this, uh, I guess it's correlated, they have this like... I know, slightly sassy black chick that, uh, she's a WNBA player and she comes on occasionally as a guest analyst. I guess she's trying to transition from her $8,000 per year, quote-unquote professional athlete salary onto, like, a legitimate broadcasting career. I mean, the shame is she's going to get that because it's, uh, it's woke town now. They're looking for more female broadcasters and ones of color, which uh, to most people for some reason just means either black or white. So she's exactly what they're looking for, and that's not good for the rest of us because although she's not the worst, like I hate Jay Williams, Ryan Hollins or whatever, some days I'm good with Stephen A. Smith, but most days I'm not so good with him. But this woman, I just... I don't find her entertaining, I don't find her charming, and I sure as hell don't go by what she has to say. Unless she's talking about how to make a mighty fine roast. I'm like, now there we go. She's speaking from experience in her natural habitat. So I could learn a thing or two from this woman. But basketball, 
Like, it was so ridiculous. Today, Rachel Nichols asked her a question, even though Perk was sitting right there. She's like, so, I don't even know this girl's name. I want to say LaQuisha, but I feel like it's in really poor taste. So, she got asked a question basically along the lines of how important it is for a player and and an owner to have a good relationship. And I just sat there for a second. I'm like... I'm pretty certain the WNBA owners do not give a shit about WNBA players. They probably had to buy a team in order to buy an NBA team. Not only is it a money-losing operation, but now I have to deal with all these crazy broads blowing up my phone, demanding pay raises and all kinds of stuff. That's just not going to happen. I might give you an extra couple grand, but respect? (laughs) Do you know how many beautiful women I sleep with that I don't give respect to? The only reason we're in touch at all is because I wanted to own the Knicks. But they're like, okay, now you have to own the Liberty. I think that's the New York team. I was playing 2K earlier and they showed all the teams, including the WNBA ones. And that only makes sense. Statue of Liberty, Liberty. Believe me, speaking from experience, speaking as a former Asian actor who every time opened up a casting call was thoroughly disappointed because almost everything called for a white guy. I'm almost certain I came across maybe two Asian roles after like being signed up to these uh, like email services for like a year or two. So don't get me wrong. I understand fully how important equality is and opportunity and all that jazz. But it starts taking away from shows like this when there's an NBA player there who can speak to the point, actually speak to the subject and can be truly informative because he is informed from experience. Because let's face it, the WNBA and the NBA are not equals. They are not the same thing. They're not dealing on the same level. You know, when you have Vince Carter on there, he can actually talk about what it's like to be a superstar and how much it matters and how much he matters to ownership. Whereas that girl, honestly, if she's upset, she wants to be traded, she's not liking how things are going, ownership doesn't give a shit. You matter to him about as much as the guy selling the popcorn. Ownership's like... I got like legitimate million dollar, billion dollar businesses that I don't pay any mind to. Lady, you think I give a crap what you think and what you want? Listen, uh, GM, drop her and you, old Kenny, you have long hair. You're quite feminine. Here, put these two oranges in your jersey and suit up. Ain't nobody in the audience. Period. Nobody's in the audience. Even if there were, nobody's paying enough attention to realize that, hey, that's not a woman. That is not a booby. Equality is great. Getting the opportunity is great. But honestly, it is not necessary in every single facet of life. Like, on a show about runway models, I would not want some dude in on that conversation. Well, straight dude, anyway. Plenty of gay designer dudes, I suppose. 
This crazy world we live in. I'm pretty sure if that did happen, though, if it were the other way around, women would freak the hell out. What's a straight dude who has experience that's really not comparable to Tyra Banks here? What's he doing on the show? Let me write a strongly worded Karen tweet to express my loveless marriage rage in disguise as a legitimate complaint to the networks. All right, and I should be able to post this um, tonight, and it's November 11th, uh, Remembrance Day here in Canada, and is it Memorial Day down south? Is there uh, an equivalent in your neck of the woods? I don't even know which war it was. I was going to make a German Nazi joke. You know what? I might as well. I'm not here about the facts. Real talk, yes, but not exactly factual all the time. So, Remembrance Day here in Canada, Memorial Day down south, and is it the day that Mein Fuhr put a cap in Ava Braun's candy ass before taking himself out? The best way to call it a day day? Man, I don't know how they do it. Next time when it's not a pandemic and I'm actually in the world, next time I see a veteran selling poppies, I gotta make sure I give him like at least five bucks because I don't know how he does it. Today, I stood trying to stand for the moment of silence and tried to stand for the entire service. I couldn't do it. I stood for like three minutes and my back gave out on me. I'm like, I better lay down. I don't know how these like 90-year-old veterans are standing out there in the bitter cold selling poppies. Man, these guys are legit. I'm sure I trigger some of them. They're like, it's it's one of those dirty Japanese. It's like, no, 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 you got me confused. I hate those guys. Love some of their girls, goodness gracious. But I'm not one of them. Never mind these oranges in my jersey. I'm not one of them. But some of these dudes are so legit, like... um. You know, I'll put in a couple bucks uh, in, in their little box there. And instead of handing me the the poppy, they put it on for me. And I don't know what it is. It just, maybe it's because that's the most amount of respect and dignity I've ever been shown in my life. But I just want to salute them and be like, thank you, sir. Thank you for putting a cap in a couple of dirty German asses. I wonder if they do that for women, though. Like, it's one thing to put the poppy on for a dude around his chest. Can you really run that risk? I mean, you got a lot of clout being a former soldier and stuff, but my guy, this ain't 1942. You aren't a handsome young Canadian soldier in, like, war-torn Germany and you, you know, meet a nice... I want to say, like, good-looking German girl. Are there good-looking German girls? I have never seen one. They're all, like, Brunhelga and their unibrows and such, right? But it's 2020, my guy. Don't run the risk. Don't take a chance. Hand them the poppy. And if they give you shit about equality and women's rights and stuff, you put this on for that man over there. Why? Because I'm a woman? I'm not worthy of you pinning this on me? That's when you use your soldier pride. That's when you hearken back to the good old days when a man could raise his hand, you know, what we call in the business, the old pimp hand, and layeth a smack down on her candy ass. And ain't nobody gonna do nothing to you because you're a veteran. 
You're from the greatest generation. Listen, I'm not crazy about how you treated my people back in the day, but you know what? I'm pretty sure one of my people pissed in one of your people's soup. Oh, washing dishes in a Chinese restaurant is the glass ceiling, huh? All right. Enjoy your pee-pee soup. All right, that's it. That's episode 278 of the coolest podcast ever, The Kenny Ho Show. I hope you had yourself a great time. Until next time, you take care of yourself. Toodles!